Hi, and welcome to the Circle of Film Podcast. I'm Ryan, and join me as we step into the top 10 March-born actors in today's episode. We reap the wind and the sky when the sun is high. We sail the length of the seas on the ocean breeze. At night we name every star. We know where we are. We know who we are, who we are. First, a couple of updates. Uh, I mentioned... Uh, cold sores a couple of episodes ago that's pretty much gone you know i'm pretty <laughs> relieved at how quickly that has come and passed i think it'll have all cleared up within the next day or two uh the other thing is uh this this new coronavirus deal uh, i don't have it as far as i'm aware but it's really affecting everything in a way that uh, you know i've never experienced you know i was 10 years old when when 9-11 happened and it was a huge deal and it was a huge effect on on our country but you know it didn't it wasn't as day-to-day impactful i don't think as uh, as this has been already and you know things are kind of spiraling out of out of control and not not that it's not an unwanted an unwarranted um trajectory just that you know things are getting insane you know, I'm. We're gonna try to go to the grocery store tonight, and we may not be able to get anything we want. Um, so it's it's gonna be uh, trying for for a lot of people uh, over the next couple of weeks and and perhaps even months. That said, uh, there's no new movies. All the new movies have moved away from you know the March April release dates that they had, uh, which is kind of staggering there's no new movies set to come out next week or the week after that or the week after that and the ones that came out this past weekend are you know the box office is gonna die very quickly uh if if nothing is done uh so that said you know i'm looking ahead at what episodes i could talk about i think i think i will be able to handle you know at least then up to the, the next couple of weeks or so uh, if everything else is exactly as it is, but, you know, my review episodes are going to have to look at streaming titles. You know, Disney Plus has a new streaming title out today, Netflix has a couple of new titles out today, and uh, hopefully that continues. I think there's a really, op- you know, they have an opportunity to kind of get a lot more eyes on their movies and, and releases if they are able to pump out more more stuff in the next couple of weeks for sure. So we'll do what we can. Uh, the MCU episodes will continue, and, you know, all the sports are canceled, everything, everything. So, I hope, hopefully everyone is, is staying safe, being rational, reasonable, making, making good decisions, and, um, you know, just, uh, trying to steer clear of those giant crowds that are, are, petri dishes for for the virus itself that said uh today's episode is top 10 march born actors circa 2020 this is the final month born actors episode of the year uh, until we get to next year where i will pick up from january so um yeah saying goodbye to this monthly segment for a little bit and uh, we will continue with the decades born actors after this uh, with the 1910s born actors later this month uh, 
I'm a little bit crunched for time here. I'm not going to, and, and looking at the list of, of names, I think there's a lot of, I don't know, there's not a ton of mainstays from, from two years ago, but uh, there's a bunch of names that, you know, I'll hopefully be able to kind of push through a little faster than normal uh, to kind of make a couple of uh, appointments. That's silly. No, not appointments. I, I'm trying to get to see a movie in like an hour and 23 minutes. So, got to record this, set it up, you know, prepare to leave and, and bike there within that amount of time. So, without any further ado, we are going to jump into the top 10 March Born Actors of 2020. Countdown 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, oh no! Number 10. Born in the United Kingdom March 1st, 1875. Passing away July 1st, 1955 at the age of 80. Uh, with nine films that I've seen, an average film rating of 69.44, no Oscar nominations, a value of 5.5, a, a score of 62.32, to be ranked 248th overall is Wilson Bengi. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but sounds about right. He is new to the list. He was not there two years ago. Uh, and his nine films are, you know, it's a small amount of movies. Uh, they include Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, The Lady Eve, Gaslight, uh, Queen Kelly, Bulldog Drummond, It Started with Eve, Bulldog Drummond Strikes Back, Pride and Prejudice. Um, not not even a ton of, you know, big name titles, but the barrier for entry uh, into this top ten is is not very high. You know, he's got one film rated above 79, that being Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Uh, one bad film, and uh, it's just more of a, you know, avoiding the mistakes kind of a situation for Wilson Bengi. Um, you know, he is one of those in-the-background extra actors, you know, playing assistant purser in Only Angels Have Wings, and playing, if I can find him, uh, pedestrian in Gaslight. So not too much to mention here. He scrapes it in uh, with a very very small uh, win for number for the tenth spot over Anupam Kerr. E either of which would have had their first showing uh, on the monthly top ten. Uh, so Wilson Bengi, first appearance. 10th in 2020, 248th overall. Number 9. A little more familiar name. He was not on the list two years ago. Coming to the list uh, for the first time, there, well, actually, there is a 2017 list. Maybe he made that one. No. Okay. First time on the list for our number nine. Born in Kansas, March 28th, 1944, passing away April 15th, 2018, at the age of 74. 19 film credits that I've seen, an average film rating of 61.32, no Oscar nominations, a value of seven, a score of 62.48 to be ranked 238th overall, is R. Lee Ermey, bolstered by his... his his roles in the Toy Story trilogy, as well as Apocalypse Now, Full Metal Jacket, Seven, Mississippi Burning, Leaving Las Vegas, uh, and Dead Man, Dead Man Walking, among others. You know, Arlie Ermey hit a hit a had the 
you know, pitch perfect uh, demeanor for, you know, like a drill instructor, as he was one. And, you know, no better than he did. He was never any better than he was in Full Metal Jacket. You know, ad-libbing most of his lines and, and just really, really a fun, fascinating actor to watch every time he was on screen. Uh, you know, he doesn't have a ton of movies. Uh, you know, he only, less than 70 are listed on Letterboxd, and a lot of them are, you know, barely qualify as movies, as it were. Uh, so I'm only at about a quarter of the movies he's been in, maybe a little more than that. And, uh, yeah, I like Arlie Army a lot, and I think, you know, I, I'm, it's a shame that he left us when he did. Uh, he only 74, still could have had a long long career ahead, but uh, it is how it turned out. Some of his films that I haven't seen, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 2003, uh, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning, Body Snatchers from 1993, Naked Gun, 33 and a Third, The Final Insult, Film Worker, uh, Willard, Toy Soldiers, and On Deadly Ground, to name a few. Um... But yeah, Harley Ermey, glad to have him on this list. Uh, if he doesn't make it next time around, I think, you know, that's uh, that's just the way it'll be. But deserved a spot, deserved his spot this time, absolutely. So, Harley Ermey, number 238 overall, number 9, born in March. Number 8 is someone who was on the list last year, and was also was not on the list two years ago or was on the list two years ago was not three years ago excuse me born in the united kingdom march 30th 1950 26 film credits that i've seen an average film rating of 59.88 no oscar nominations a value of seven a score of 62.61 to be ranked 233rd overall is robbie coltrane so two years ago, he was seventh overall. He's dropped one spot uh, after having seen him in six additional films, which is not not too bad, all things considered. Uh, Robbie Coltrane, you may know him as Hagrid from all of the Harry Potter movies, which helps him quite a bit. He's also been in Goldeneye, Ocean's 12, Brave, The Brothers Bloom, Arthur Christmas. He was in the 2004 Van Helsing movie. Um... You know, uh, The Tale of Despero, Mona Lisa from 1986 is one I saw recently. That's fun. that's pretty good. Uh, he was in The Gruffalo. He was in Absolute Beginners uh, from 2000 or from 1986. He was in The Gruffalo's Child uh, and a handful of others. A lot of films for Robbie Coltrane. He's still going. He is, um, you know, he's. You know, it's hard to look at him anymore and not see Hagrid, even though when he's Hagrid, you know, he's got the big beard, he's got, you know, the he's a much bigger physique, you know, showing him as Hagrid, but I don't know, I just I just always see him, even even clean sh- clean shaven, he's he's still Hagrid, so, um, yeah, Robbie Coltrane. Some of the films of his I haven't seen include Flash Gordon, uh, Caravaggio, National Lampoon's European Vacation, The World is Not Enough from 1999, Henry V from 
1989, Message in a Bottle, and Death Watch. Among many others, he's got 94 film credits on Letterboxd, so I've seen about a quarter of them total. A lot, lot more movies to go for Robbie Coltrane. Two year, two, two, three years, I guess, in a row, being on the top ten list. And I think he's gonna think he's gonna stick it out at least one more, uh, is my guess. So Robbie Coltrane, number eight, born in March, number two hundred and thirty-three overall. Number seven, number seven, born in the United Kingdom, March twenty-first, nineteen forty-six. 13 film credits that I've seen, an average film rating of 65.54, no Oscar nominations, a value of 6, and a score uh, to be, uh, yeah, and a score of 62.8 to be ranked 227th overall is one Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton. Uh, he was not on the list two years ago, uh, nor was he on the list three years ago first appearance uh, and similar to Arlie Ermey he gets a boost from being in a couple of Toy Story movies three and four for Timothy Dalton uh, he also is helped by his roles in Hot Fuzz The Rocketeer uh, Lion in Winter some of the Toy Story shorts Toy Story of Terror Toy Story That Time Forgot Toy Story Tunes Hawaiian Vacation Toy Story Tunes Small Fry not all of those are good but for short films adapted from a Pixar movie, they're not half bad. Uh, so a lot, of, mostly just um, voice roles for Timothy Dalton, which is kind of interesting. Uh, I really like him a lot in Line in Winter, and I haven't seen him in 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 his few James Bond roles. I haven't seen License to Kill, Out of the Living Daylights, which happen to be the top two films of his I haven't seen. Uh, as well as Flash Gordon. So Flash Gordon, definitely a priority for next March. Um, and then you go down the list, and it just... Man, it, it, there's a huge drop-off. Um, you know, The Beautician and the Beast from 1997. Does not look good at all. Uh, the Doctor and the Devil's Sextet. The 1970 version of Wuthering Heights. 1983 version of Jane Eyre. Naked in New York from 93, uh, 2004's Dunkirk, 1999's Cleopatra. Uh, I don't know. Future does not look super bright for Timothy Dalton and his time on this list. He might be able to scratch off uh, one more time, especially given that it's only a year from now. But I don't know. I'm I'm not feeling it. Uh, and I like, to, I like Timothy Dalton quite a bit. Uh, but, you know... Doesn't does not bode well looking at some of the films of his that I might be seeing in the near future. So, number seven, born in March, number two hundred and twenty-seven overall, Timothy Dalton. Number six, number six, born in Florida, March thirteenth, nineteen fifty. Thirty-two film credits to his name, the highest number on this month's top ten. An average film rating of 59.41, one Oscar nomination, no wins, a value of 7, a score of 62.91 to be ranked 219th overall is William H. Macy. Uh, he was not on the list two years ago, but he was on the list three years ago. He was fifth 
place in 2017, dropped off after a pretty rough year in 2018, and has now returned to the list in the sixth position, uh, which is uh, pretty good. I'm pretty pleased. Um, so back then, back in 2017, I'd seen him in 24 films. I've only seen him in 27 or in 32 now, so eight films in three years. Uh, have helped him out a little bit. Uh, he's got some pretty good ones on his list, including Room, Boogie Nights, Magnolia, Fargo, uh, Inland Empire, Pleasantville. I've seen in the fairly recently Air Force One, War Games, The Lincoln Lawyer. Thank you for smoking. Uh, the Psycho remake, Wag the Dog, and so on. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to look at the films of his I've seen. Absolutely have seen in, in a, the recent year or so. Marmaduke? Question mark. Um, doesn't look like a ton. I remember seeing a lot of these a long time ago. So might not have been anything he really did himself. And more so just about everyone else dropping off. Uh, he does have over 100 film credits on Letterboxd, so there are a lot of films left for me to see, including including Mel Gibson's Bloodfather, 2004's Cellular, 1994's The Client, Mr. Holland's Opus, Somewhere in Time from 1980, uh, The Last Dragon from 1985, Homicide from 1991, and The Cooler from 2003 among many others, uh, even looking further down the list, still films I'm recognizing by either poster or title. Um, I like William H. Macy. Uh, I say that a little uh, falteringly because he's not really the, the main event of any of the movies he's in. He was nominated for his performance in uh, Fargo, which is very good. I'm not the biggest Fargo fan, um, but I, I thought he does a, a good job in it. And you know, he plays a supporting role more often than not, and that's great. Uh, I, I've seen some of uh, the uh, the show he's on. Um, oh, I can't think of the name of it. Um, I'm going to figure it out. It is something... It is Shameless. Yes, I've seen some Shameless episodes, uh, and I like him in that, but I I don't know. Maybe he becomes a more prominent role later on in the show, but for the most part, he just kind of is an absent dad, and you don't see him much. So, yeah, that's kind of William H. Macy's shtick, uh, which works for him. But I, I would, you know, I, I like seeing him in the kind of meteor roles. I think he, I think he can handle it. And uh, hopefully I can find a couple of those in the future. I think The Cooler is one that he's got a fairly sizable role in. I think he's the lead. Um, and I see a couple others here with his face on the poster, which is generally a good sign of how much screen time you have in a movie. So number six, born in March, number 219th overall, William H. Macy. All right, time is really of the essence. Number five here, um, born in West Virginia, March 28th, 1943. Eight film credits to her name, an average film rating of 70.88, no Oscar nominations or wins, a value of six and a half, a score of 63.2 to be ranked 207th overall is Conchata Farrell. This is her 
first appearance on either list, uh, on the list ever. She's in Edward Scissorhands, Network, True Romance, Frank and Weenie, Aaron Brockovich, Mr. Deeds, Mystic Pizza, and Runaway Ralph. Those are the eight films of hers that I've seen. Um, yeah, this is a very high position. I think, again, similar to William H. Macy, it's more about other people dropping than her in, moving up the list. I don't, like... I think Mystic Pizza is the most recent one of these I've seen, and it was like four years ago, three years ago, so... Some of the films of hers I haven't seen, K-Pax, Krampus, Freeway, Heaven and Earth, Four Keeps, The Axe Murders of Villisca, Touch, Heartland, Kablooey, none of which I have terribly high hopes for. So could be a one-time thing for Conchata Farrell, but she's here and uh, it's permanent. So number five, born in March, number 207th overall, uh, 207th overall, Conchata Farrell. Moving on to number four. Born in Japan, March 30th, 1911, with 12 film credits to his name, an average film rating of 65.67, no Oscar nominations or wins, a value of 7, a score of 63.29 to be ranked 202nd overall. We are still outside the top 200 in our fourth position, and that is Yutaka Sada. One of the Japanese actors who has, you know, worked a lot with Kurosawa, Redbeard, Sanjuro, Yojimbo, High and Low, Throne of Blood, Hidden Fortress, Bad Sleep Well... Uh, he's also got a couple of Godzilla films thrown in the mix there, All Monsters Attack, Abira, Mothra vs. Godzilla, Godzilla Destroy All Monsters. Um, I recently saw him in Samurai Saga, which I really liked. I think Samurai Saga is a pretty good movie. It's based on the play uh, Cyrano de Bergerac, which I also saw fairly recently, and I think it's a better movie than the Cyrano movie with Jose Ferrer. Yutaka Sada has... Um, you know, everybody who works with, you know, Kurosawa gets a lot of, you know, gets a lot of help up the rankings here. Uh, Yutaka Sada is not immune. He was not on the list two years ago. He was not on the list three years ago. So breaking, making his first uh, first sh- uh, showing on the list. Some of the films of his I haven't seen include Samurai 1, Musashi Miyamoto, The Yearning, or just yearning, when a woman ascends the stairs, I live in fear, two in the shadow, Frankenstein conquers the world, flowing, the Mysterians, and the H-Man, among others. He's got 48 films on Letterboxd, so I've seen about a quarter of them. And uh, yeah, I'm looking to dive into some more uh, Japanese films soon. I know there's a lot of uh, films for uh, Japanese actors I'm looking at for not only the 1910s episode I'm going to do, but the 1920s episode next month. Uh, so hopefully I'll be able to knock some of those out and kind of ripple effect through everybody. So number four, Yutaka Sada, number 202 overall. Number three, number three, uh, this is someone who was ranked sixth two years ago, and I believe, no, he was not on the list three years ago, so we've yet to find someone to cross all three instances of me doing this list. Born in New York, March 22nd, 1935, with 31 film credits to his name, an average film rating of 60.84, no Oscar nominations or wins, a value of 7.5, a score of 64.65 to be ranked 161st overall. We're making some progress, 161. M. Emmett Walsh. I've seen a bunch of films with M. Emmett Walsh in it lately. Uh, like, let me see, Mikey and Nikki, uh, which is good. I've got, let me see, I know I have, um, The Pope of Greenwich Village, which I also liked quite a bit. Camp Nowhere was not so great. The Best Times, also not so great. Uh, They Might Be Giants, I think I saw recently. 
Chattahoochee, possibly recently. Uh, Chasing 3000, maybe. Um, yeah, I've seen, I, definitely uh, looking at Mikey and Nikki and the Pope of Greenwich Village, both of which I enjoyed and uh, helped Emmett Walsh uh, keep his spot. And in fact, moved three spots up from two years ago in 2018. I like Emmett Walsh a lot. Great character actor, great guy, and a lot more movies of his to see. He's got 139 letterboxed credits. Some of the ones I haven't seen include Critters, What's Up Doc, My Best Friend's Wedding, Little Big Man, The Life of Timothy Green, The Odd Life of Timothy Green, Straight Time, Bound for Glory, Brubaker, Free Willy 2, The Gambler, and 1998's Twilight, among many, many others. Uh, so number three, born in March, number 161 overall, M. Emmett Walsh. Number two, making uh, two years or two two years ago, she was ranked second overall or second in March. Still ranked second in March. Three years ago, did not make the list. So the you know we we continue to look for someone who's been there all three times. Born in March 1st, 1983 in Kenya. Uh, 11 film credits to her name, an average film rating of 72, one Oscar nomination and one win, a value of 9, a score of 69.92 to be ranked 59th overall is Lupita Nyong'o. Two years ago, she was ranked 2nd in March and 113th overall with 8 films. Uh, three films later, she has retained her spot, but also moved up quite a bit in the overall rankings. Uh, also a byproduct of everybody else dropping around her. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o, of course, winning her Oscar for 12, year, 12 Years a Slave, since then has appeared in Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, Us, Us helps a lot. Black Panther helps a lot. And, uh, and uh, Little Monsters. So I guess, let me see, if I did an 18... It would it would exclude Black Panther, but it would include Little Monsters, having seen that. Those are the three. Little Monsters, Us, and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, her new three films from before. That's it. Like, I'm looking at the other films she's been in. Documentaries, Disneyland 60 Anniversary TV Special, August 28th, The Day in the Life of a People, This Is My Africa, East River, I think it's a short film, Warrior Women with Lupita Nyong'o. Uh, not easy things to find. And it's kind of it. Like I'm, I've hit my Lupita Nyong'o limit as best as I can, as far as I can tell. So we'll see. She has a really good shot at being here next uh, next year. Um, Lupita Nyong'o, number two, born in March, number fifty nine overall. Which brings us to our number one. He was number one two years ago, and of course. Keeping up the, the tradition, he was not on the list three years ago. In fact, William H. Macy is the only person who was on the list in 2017 who is still on the list now. And, of course, he was not there in 2018. Number one, born in March. In Japan, March 12th, 1905. Passing away February 11th, 1982 at the age of 76. 18 film credits to his name, an average film rating of 69.78, no Oscar nominations or wins, a value of 12.5, a score of 75.3 to be ranked 21st overall, is Takashi Shimura. Two years ago, Takashi Shimura, I'd seen him in six films. I've tripled that number in two years to 18. 
Um, he's got the Kurosawa thing, Throne of Blood, Yojimbo, Ikiru, Rashomon, Seven Samurai, High and Low, among others. He's got Godzilla and Ghidra, the three-headed monster, and Mothra, and Godzilla raids again. Um, some of the films I've seen very recently of him are The Idiot, No Regrets for Our Youth, The Bad Sleep Well. Um, that might be it. But Takashi Shimura, a good one, a great one. I really like uh, the him in these... Uh, these Kurosawa films, he's not, you know, a background actor. He gets some of the more prominent supporting cast roles, and he does a really great job with it, to be honest. I'm a big fan of Takashi Shimura. I don't see any reason to think he won't be number one in next year's top ten list. And, you know, you just look down his filmography, and, and there's, I mean, they're not, they're not all good movies, but, you know, they, he's, his, his, Work with Kurosawa, you know, it makes it very difficult for an, for him to fall off of this list. Some of the films of his I haven't seen include Kagemusha, Drunken Angel, I Live in Fear, Samurai 3, Duel at Ganryu Island, Sanshiro Sugata, The Most Beautiful, The Man, the Man Who Tread on the Tiger's Tail, Osaka Elegy, and Scandal, among others, including Frankenstein Conquers the World. Apparently, and you really need to see that one. So... <laughs> Takashi Shimura, number one, born in March, number 21 overall. I'll run down that top 10 one more time here. Top 10 of March 2020. Wilson, Bengi, Arlie, Ermi, Robbie Coltrane, Timothy Dalton, William H. Macy, Conchata Farrell, Yutaka Sada, M. Emmett Walsh, Lupita Nyong'o, and Takashi Shimura. Love that uh, these top 10 lists give me, uh, I don't know, they're kind of my driving force for most of the movies I watch lately. And... Um, they send me in a lot of very strange directions, uh, if you cannot tell. So, looking forward to the next episode uh, with the top ten actors. And uh, that's it for this one. Sorry I had to breeze through this so quickly, but I have a couple of things I really need to get done before I have to leave. And uh, this has to be up relatively soon. And didn't want to postpone to Saturday again. I, I felt like I had the time, and I, I kind of do, but, you know. This is where we're at. So, thank you for listening. It does mean a lot. If you'd like to find more episodes of the show, you can head over to iTunes, Stitcher, place where podcasts can be found. If at any point you can't find an episode, you can definitely find it on the website, or if for some reason that's not working, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Circle of Film, Letterboxd at Circle of Film, or email circleoffilm at gmail.com about anything and everything, especially if there's an issue with one of the episodes. If you'd like to support the show, head over to uh, patreon.com slash Circle of Film, where for as little as eight cents an episode or $1 a month, you can have early access to all the episodes that are released early can't 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 keep going without thanking brian for being such a generous and uh great patron um you know especially this time i'm sure that will i'm I'm aware that that may go away uh but you know it makes sense you know this is not really a great time to be finding new ways to spend your money that don't give you anything if that makes sense Uh, so people everybody please stay safe and uh as always have a week. So long, farewell, I'll be the same goodnight. I know she'll never leave me, even as she fades from view. So long, farewell, I'll be the same adieu. Nothing's really left or lost without a trace. Nothing's gone forever, only out. So long, farewell, au revoir, I'll be the same.
Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.